season one, the ending credits. The fundamental activity of a startup is to turn ideas into products, measure how customers respond, and then learn whether to pivot or persevere. Yeah. It's beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Hear my words and listen to my signal. Hello, and welcome to part one of season one wrap up of Chillin' Ambitious. The podcast the that points out shit you didn't know was relevant. Okay, that's what I was going to say, but you could okay. say it too. Okay, fine. No, it's fine. We said it. Oh. <laughs> She's O. I'm No. And, and together. Oh, that too. You can call us. Oh, oh no. no. So uh, we're wrapping things up, but you know what? We have a lot to wrap up, so we're doing it in two parts. So this is part one of season one season one yes that is 15 whole episodes and we want to thank you for being part of the dream martin had a dream kendrick have a dream yeah so now what were you most impressed by us like we actually did it I well, think, we did a season. <laughs> I know. I think that's probably what I'm most impressed <laughs> by. Um, yeah, it's kind of like it just, it's funny. Like one day I realized that we were like putting episodes out. <laughs> well, yeah, we, yeah, we talked about it for a good amount of time. Yeah. And then we like lit the fire, you know, that we just had to do it. And like we recorded and stuff, but then like putting it out and like doing the work was cool. But then like getting feedback, I think that's when you're, I was kind of like, whoa, we did, we're doing this. We're actually like doing this. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I was doing it well. Yeah. Actually. Um, So yeah, I was really impressed by it. And also just like um, by this, like, yeah, the support of everyone and like this feedback we've gotten. So like, it makes me really, really happy to hear. I agree. The the feedback in the sense of just people responding to the episode or people even just saying like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. And it made me like rethink some of the things I was doing in my life. And I was like, holy shit, that's like why we're, why we're doing, doing this. this. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like even even one person doing that. And we had like, like many people saying that sort of thing. So yeah. it's. Yeah, it's a reality. We took, we're living the dream now. We're living our dream. Yeah. We're living our dream. Yeah. Um, and I'm impressed with us like making it work by coastally too, because it takes oh, yeah. a commitment like no, to like really do it. The I'm, West. I'm in the West Coast right now. And yeah. O is actually with me right now. Um, so we've been fly, we've been going back and forth doing these. So yeah, there's a lot of like, I'm just proud of the collaboration, the coordination. And uh, yeah. Yeah, makes me happy. Makes me happy. We had it. We had an idea, and we were like, "Well, how do we like? What's kind of the essence of what the podcast is about? Is like just you know finding out what you really want to do and going for it." And then we were like, "All right, let's just do it." Yeah, and how many times we were like, "We should record this conversation." <laughs> like we were always hanging out and being like, "Why? Why aren't we recording this? This is a really <laughs> good conversation." Yeah, um, and then, you know, sharing those conversations and not just being about us, but, like, having those conversations with other people who we can learn from. So, that's dope. Totally. Um, So, yeah, we actually want to close out the season with some highlights um, while we set up for an even better season, too. Yeah. So, today we are reviewing the season to talk about our favorite parts, highlight anything we might have missed, um, what things we should have pointed out and anything of significance behind the scenes because there was a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff too. Oh yeah, we worked out. We worked it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So here we go. Now it's time for our wrap up. Let's give it everything we've got. Ready? Begin. Artificial amateurs on it all amazing. For episode zero. Oh. Which was our like intro episode. We were talking about the American dream. Ooh, the American dream. Ooh, ah, that 
actually was my favorite in terms, not my, it was my favorite in terms of like, I feel like we were super concise about what we were going for. Well, it better have been because I think we redid that like four times. Yeah, four times, (laughs) I want to say. There was like the first one where we literally just like talked for days. (laughs) We talked for like two hours just about like everything. And yeah, we, we almost actually released an episode, the third one or whatever, the one before the one that we actually released. And we just, we just had to pull it because we were like, no, we want to put our best foot forward for this first episode. And the sound quality for that wasn't as good. We yeah. also were figuring out the vibe of it. I think that one was like a bit more serious and we loosened up in that one and yeah. made it more personal. Yeah. We just did like, cause at first we felt like, um, we like showed it to some friends and like we're like they were like why are you talking at me <laughs> we were like no that's not what we want like that wasn't our vibe um so yeah we basically just took the highlight the best parts of of the other ones and um redid them it was hard to do though because we put a lot of work into those first earlier episodes episodes so like to be like nope we're yeah. gonna throw that away and do it again is but that's actually a very important like lesson in terms of what we're trying what we're trying to like highlight in other people's it's like it's not work wasted essentially like it's a process it's all about the process and you know we had to do that to get there yeah and um cuz nobody would have like cuz then we would have had an inferior product in terms of like having a you know if that's the first impression that we made and we were just talking all talking too much and and um not really offering something different, which is what we kind of, we're, you know, we're trying, we're, we're, we like to think we're in that intersection of like being informational and kind of funny and like having these pop culture references. Um, and, and what do yeah. what do you say? We, oh, we're, 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 sne- we're sneaking vegetables into your dessert, yes. you know? <laughs> That's what we're trying that's, that's to do. The goal. Um, so yeah. And so what are, what are the vegetables? What are the vegetables <laughs> that we're trying to bring forth that we really solidified in episode zero just in case you missed it uh the the vegetables were were trying to slide in like dms um (laughs) uh it's that we all have strengths and we should play to them yes um you know and it's really just about the the like looking for what those are right Um, and that we work all we all work together better when we play to our strengths absolutely that's our that's our jam um the world works better when we play to our strengths so highlighting that um building a community of people of like-minded people who can get that who get that and like you know can network with each other um right yeah um because that's another thing for we can talk about for season two uh, it's growing the network and having some having yeah, some events, events. And, and like ways for people to connect with each other. Yeah, and maybe learn some things. We're learning new stuff all the time from our from our networks, and we're like, Jesus, we want to share this. Totally. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, there's also just so our whole theme was the American Dream, and we were just rethinking it and just really just talking about having dreams in general. It's like, yeah. how are you making your dream yours? Uh, yeah, the American Dream is personal. to every human like to every person Mm -hmm. and you know just like going after it episode one emily mcglone of peace boat and parties for peace just like a phenomenal human being She's amazing, and she was so cool to be our first victim. <laughs> <laughs> victim. <laughs> no, and we were, uh, you know, we were still figuring out our format um, in terms of, like, balancing the research. And actually, uh, in our earlier episodes, you'll notice uh, we we actually, me and No talked for the first maybe 10 minutes or something like that about yeah. research. And then introduce. And then introduce the guests to set it up. Um, yeah, the first three episodes were like that, uh, episodes one through three, um, and we changed the format after that um, to include the research like into the conversation. And Emily's such a cool person, and she literally uh, she was she's been around the world six times, and she was able to do that because she led with service and yeah. something that. Uh, we really wanted to hit home. And I think because it was our first episode, maybe we didn't make it as clear uh, was just, you know, so many people are like, I want to, I want a job or like, I want to live in a way where I'm 
giving back and I also get to travel. I feel like that's very yeah. common of like when you're like, what would be your dream job? That's- travel, travel and do something good. Yeah. yeah. And she does that. And she does that because she, like I said, she leads with service. She like literally consistently um, just made herself available. Like just started volunteering, asking like, what do you need? What do you need? And even with her parties for peace, I remember her saying like, so we don't do parties just to do parties. We always have uh, a need first. Yeah, yeah. There's so many needs out there. Like yeah. you don't need to be creating your own need. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. And, and uh, we, with hers, we like highlighted like the ability of her like language, you know, her, her highlight was language, her, ling- her language abilities. But like in the end, actually, even though that that's kind of like was fluid, but it's not something that's easy to pick up is just picking up another language. Like I still highly encourage everyone to to try because it you'll find that you think differently and, you know, it'll make, make it easier to do those travels and stuff. But yeah, the focus really of her greatest strength um, is her leading with service, but still fantastic interview with her and still get involved with Peace Boat <laughs> or Parties for Peace. If you like you want to raise money for for a, a charity like please reach out. She's phenomenal. And she's so great at all. Like she's just like her ability to just do everything and multitask and also just be like a really humble human being. Um, is wonderful. It is the part about, you know, what is it then? What can you give? What is your role and ability that you can serve different communities and figuring out what that is for you? Yeah. And it can be fun too. Like she enjoys what she does. And, um, I think that we sometimes look at services like, Oh, I want to do that, but, but, and if you're based in New York, New York Cares is wonderful. You can just sign up with them and you literally can um, just sign up based on interest or by time that you have. It doesn't have to be a weekly commitment. It could be like an hour. You're like, oh, I have an hour on Saturday. And mm-hmm. you can look at what they have available for an hour on Saturday and you can try that out. So um, there's a million reasons to to do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's the only way you find out how like what you're good at and what people need like i think that's what she would have just started volunteering somewhere and it yeah. just kept leading exactly so yeah um oh my god episode two floss gloss that one was such a fun one I had so much fun on that one that was a lot of fun because well first of all they're just amazing and hilarious and i know that we're friends but we also got so much great feedback about that one because um, that one was more business focused, but just the drive behind them, like that's that's the feedback we we got from everyone was just like, they like, they're hustlers. It was so much fun listening. And we even got yeah, some- They e- don't stop talking. They just don't <laughs> stop. And like, there was even some emails that were forwarded um, through Floss Gloss where people were like, I heard you on that podcast and I decided to buy my first, like, pay for, you know, get my first order because you guys really inspired me and I want to start my own business. And that was amazing. Um, but yeah, they're just so baller because they just go balls to the wall. They're like, this is who I am. That They are who they are all the time. And like, ex- like, you know, we talked about authenticity. That was their theme. And it's totally true. Like, People want to be friends with them. People like reach out to them. They even like snap you back on Snapchat. Like Janine's customer service is out of line, dude. <laughs> but you can text those at any hour. You, and I probably would respond. <laughs> oh my God. And Aretha, where she said, they're doing like seven reds with Fox News and we can like barely put out a baby pink. <laughs> it was amazing. Absolutely. And yeah, I mean, their story's amazing that they're, they're just two, they were two women with an idea and they just stayed true to it. They knew, like, they just instinctually knew, like, this was an underserved market, and they end up being industry influ- influencers in like a billion dollar industry where there's pretty much three huge conglomerates that own everything, and yeah. they they are like tastemakers in that. And yeah, um, and another thing was like that we I really loved about their episode was that they shared the hardships because a lot of times you know we let we let people tell their own story, but a lot of times people don't like to talk about that. And yeah, it's really hard. They're constantly working. They talk about like, you know, you know, their income situation and all that. Um, even though like they're up against these billion dollar companies and, you know, it's important to realize like the drive is there for a reason because they would have just, well, pe- I, they just would have petered out otherwise. It was just so a perfect example. Cause the theme was authenticity. And I actually, uh, if you listen to the opening role, there <laughs> is a 
quote from uh, Michael McLaurin, and uh, you know he was really big during punk rock and everything, and was really influential with the Sex Pistols. Uh, but he talks about the struggle of authenticity and how we need to have a culture that celebrates that versus celebrating just the image. And mm-hmm. they just did that so well because that is part of um, being authentic is yeah. is to have like the messiness in it, to have like, yeah, like it's a journey and it's it it isn't just all like glamorous at all. Absolutely. Know? I also want to say I'm very plod- proud of those sound clips in that episode. Oh, yeah. The, the, ma- the Mac Dre, the yeah. Pro Nails. Uh, so on point. It was like, and that was that's another my thing. Best friend, that's, that's my, my best, best friend. friend. Yeah, it's totally. And they were like, who picked the music? I remember Janine texted me. She's like, who picked the music? Because it was perfect. And I was like, yay. No. <laughs> well, you know, you no. do so too. You do too. <laughs> but that one, I'm just kind of like, music, I got this. <laughs> uh, authenticity quotes, you got that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Candy and cake. Candy and cake. Mahani's a sweet. So, moving to episode three. That was uh, Baby Bees Bake Shop. Babies Bees Bake Shop. It was about loyalty. Yeah, and we uh, we recorded that in her uh, in her bake shop in LA. That was fun. We were there for a conference, and mm-hmm. just we did that one on the on the fly on there. the fly, and it was it was great. She also was really upfront about the hardships of owning a business and just kind of chipping away at it. I think that's the theme. It's like everyone who. Owns these small these businesses and like wasn't you know don't doesn't have helicommas in the bank pretending to have helicommas in the bank that they're just like chipping at away at it every day and so really like that dedication to the customer is really important and you know she uh, she, she got real yeah I really like that episode if if you're diff- like thinking about starting a business or are starting a business. I really recommend those two episodes in terms of like understanding how much goes into it, but also like, you know, that you just have to problem solve it and like understanding the roller coaster of being an entrepreneur. Um, but like, if that's, you know, something that you really want to do, like, you know, it does pay off eventually. It's true. And I want to, I just noticed something about this too. Like, so Bees Cupcakes was about loyalty. And floss gloss was about authenticity, and both of those strengths have a. You need to be long term yeah. thinking about it, and that's why I think the business. You know, being an entrepreneur, they're like, yeah, it's a roller coaster, and you've definitely got to be committed a hundred percent to make to make that work. And I think that's probably like why those why they've both been successful. You know, like. Floss got sticking to their authenticity, not caving into being like, oh, maybe we should be like everyone else. Yeah, but they're both like at, they're both like customer service oriented. Yeah, that's the other thing a, too. To a, like a like a very like extreme level. Yeah, and that was another part of the authenticity, like not just their. But I mean, as part of their brand, it's like because you literally talk to a person, like you when Janine yeah. literally like apparently if, if your floss gloss is not flossing she will rectify that cats and rabbits would reside in fancy little houses and be dressed in shoes and hats and trousers in a world of my own but sad far was D. D in Wonderland. D. D. We feel like this D one. D is we, hilarious. D is ridiculous. <laughs> She's her one-liners are the best. Uh, I want like yeah. When she was saying uh, Mother B, she's Mother B. Champagne. What'd she call it? It's um unicorn water. So when people come over and they're like, "Oh, I want some water," I'm like, I'm on a hour champagne diet." Um, and she's just kind of like playful. Is is literally the only word to describe her? Like even her language is just like full of gems. It's yeah, just bountiful. Our, our favorite <laughs> one recently. <laughs> Because we're we're talking about season one and season two here. She, uh, yeah, 
She's playful, but she also, you know, gets down to business. Gets down to business and knows what's important to, you know, what she cares about. And unfortunately, she had a falling out with a friend, and I was asking her about it, and she was like, you know, he didn't make it to season two. (laughs) You know what I mean? Favorite music. Didn't make it to season two. but she actually, she still gets emails and stuff um, from people when they listen to her. Oh, that's awesome. One thing, actually, I want to clarify, though, and as a feedback, I think Dee's idea of beauty, and I think what's something I wish I clarified more or asked her about, I think her idea of beauty is actually connected to the playfulness. And she talks about, like, um, making sure the beauties are beauty when they show up to work. In the handbook, like, you know, uniform isn't necessary, but you, like, must have mascara on and at least some type of lip gloss because you come into somebody's house. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to open the door for someone, like, scary. But I really don't think that's actually what she sees as beauty. Like, yeah. She sees it someone, that person's not showing up in, like, a mini skirt and, like, a... Um, like yeah. in a corset or something, and being like this, like it's not to, it's not for objectification. It's more like taking pride in, like yeah, taking pride in yourself your, and your appearance yeah. and your work, and presenting yourself with pride. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because like if this, you see the way she dresses, like she's got phenomenal style, but it's like it's definitely not like your typical idea of beauty. And and just if you got to see any of the videos or photos from her apartment and how playful it was and just like how she even has her like clothing displayed. I understand what you mean when you're saying like her projection of beauty is different. It's more like she everything in her apartment is like a place is different colors. Like it's more about, you know, the pres- she's in presentation is very important to her. She's a host. Yeah, she's a really good host. Um Actually, so her apartment, you definitely should check out the pictures of it. She has this, uh, I think we mentioned the episode, she has this like 24-7 like bodega sign. She also has like a lotto sign. Yeah. She has a beautiful backyard. I I was talking to her recently and she was showing somebody pics from her, like from her party that she had the other night. And people are like, oh, what, like what lounge is that? She's like, that's my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, We actually recorded another episode in her apartment. Yes, Steph's episode. We did. Uh, she she's amazing. Um, she always helps out. She's always like giving us support, and um, I love D in that uh, she, me and her. I think this could have been another one of her strengths. She's playful, but she, we're always looking for opportunities. Yeah, like, like we'll definitely just like see something. We like you know probably sell that and make some money off of it you know yeah. <laughs> and like she definitely has that eye and like so she's always like waste yeah, not want not waste, she no, like no, and like, that's like her, her apartment with the bodega sign. it's like always found stuff like she is really good at scavengering it and rethinking it and making it just look like well fantastic which is what the unexpected conclusion of her episode was was that play is not the opposite of work right exactly yeah, and it's exactly. her being able to play with stuff yeah Come again. Besides which you see, I have confidence in me. Uh, episode five, Katrine. Oh, I love Katrine. I love her so much. She's so con- yeah, her confidence. It's so funny. People people really liked her episode on confidence um, and her insightfulness about it. I actually had a conversation with her about it recently. Um, actually, I think we're going to re-interview her for the second season and talk about about what her episode actually brought um, made. Her- Made her think about. Made her think about. Which which we were like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, her confidence is really astounding in that she doesn't, um, it's not like, oh, it's like this natural, it does come naturally to her, but I think. What did did you say? She walks with purpose. She walks with purpose. That's what me and my roommates would say, because you can always tell when it's Katrine coming home. You can tell by the steps. Yeah, but it's funny. We always say like she walks with purpose. Like, um. She's one of those people where, like, she'll go into, like, a coffee shop and just, like, just being herself, like, smiling and, like, walking with purpose. And people will just be like, oh, this coffee's on me. Like, (laughs) um, so she definitely exudes it. But I like how I really, uh, like, I think that's a big part of her confidence. Yeah. Which she. It's how intentional and how purposeful she is. Yeah. Well, she talks, you know, she talks about how she works on being happy. We talk about that a lot. When something, like, when a change happens in my happiness. And I, I, I take in consideration of like all the factors and I work towards bringing the factors that make me happy back in or 
uh, remove the factors that make me unhappy out. So like her confidence is really like the, what we got down to in the episode was the ability, the confidence is the ability to just carry through um, actions. So like, yes, it's funny. And like, you know, it's funny because we always think about it as being this inherent innate thing, but it doesn't have to be. It literally can just say, oh, I recognize this thing. I want to change it. Let me move to doing that. And that actually builds confidence. Right. And some, a feedback that I got a lot from people, and I even noticed it after the interview, was um, they were like, it's interesting because her episode was about confidence, but she didn't necessarily line up with the traditional idea of confidence compared to like, I think you're know, just listening to all our guests. Mm-hmm. They're all generally have some level of confidence. Yeah. And they were like, actually for her episode, I mean, like they're all actually very confident people. Yeah. <laughs> actually to be a life innovator, you definitely have to have to have some confidence in like where you're going with something. It, it takes yeah. confidence. Yeah. But not necessarily because some people, I, I, I kind of want to argue with you a little bit there because not in the, tr- everyone has to have some confidence, but not the traditional view of confidence because a lot of people were really are shy or like, or like they, well, they, they yeah, they, that's their what confidence I want to say. Com- yeah. Comes out when they, when it needs to. Right. And what, um, and we're all dynamic people too. So like actually Katrine in the interview, um, I remember she was very much like, you know, we we're talking about purposeful. She was definitely like very interested in how this interview was going to come out. But uh, a comment that I got from people who were like, for an episode about confidence, she says a lot of like, I don't know, or like, maybe in it, like in terms of not using language that is like definite. And I actually noticed that too. But I actually think that is like real confidence in some ways to like have room for doubt. Because like the idea of confidence, usually it is kind of just like, like the power person, you know, who like says things like it's statements, you know, and like that there's, there isn't room for doubt. Like confidence usually has this connotation that there isn't room for doubt, but it takes, but, yeah, but my, yeah, my, my yeah. point, I guess, is like, it, it takes so much more confidence to be able to be questioned, to, to maybe be like, I don't know, you yeah, know, to or, say that. Or to say, how do I figure that out if I don't know versus, because any, we all know an idiot. We all know an idiot who is in a high power position that maybe doesn't belong there. <laughs> and they, you know, say, state things as fact and it's not true, you know? Right. Then that's not, that's and, arrogance. That's not confidence. And they're, and they're so sensitive too. Like if yeah. you question them about, about their, their quote unquote statement, it's, it's like their ego is being shattered immediately. Like you can see them just being like, no, like, what are you like? Whoa. And it, and it's an insecurity there. Whereas, yeah, if someone really has that true confidence in themselves and being believe that they can go through the questioning and the doubt to get to the point, because like, I mean, that's the big part of Katrine, right? Like, she sets out, like, this is what her goal is, and she may not know all the answers, but she's, like, confident in herself that she can figure it out. Yeah. Um, and so I, I actually really like that people notice that, and I think it's something that I wanted to call out a bit more of just, like, rethinking what it means to to be confident. Upgrade your grain matter. Because one day it may matter. Upgrade your grain matter. Because one day it may matter. Coming from the outer regions. Uh, Nikolai. Nikolai! <laughs> he was, that was so much fun. We actually recorded for like two hours. Yeah, there was so much that did not make the cut because we were just like ripping three know-it-alls being know-it-alls. <laughs> going like yeah <laughs> circling about oh I, that reminds me of this story like so like tangents just went way off which is fine and maybe they should be released somewhere because i do think they're kind of interesting but we yeah. we went everywhere from like where we think society is going with technology and um i think yeah we got some political stuff uh that yeah you know, it was interesting. Uh, but we actually, we definitely, we saved some of the best bits in there. There's definitely some tangents. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, in Russia, car drives you, you know. <laughs> My favorite part about that is because right before, so in that episode, I talk about how like, I don't know about like, I feel like I'm kind of exploiting my dad if I like, you know, publicly start making fun of him because part of the humor is that he's an immigrant I think and he's yeah. like almost very stereotypically Chinese and I have this little like guilt about like you know some white person who's never met even a Chinese person just being like oh Chinese people ha 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 yeah and then right after that 
you know, Nikolai makes the argument. He's like, oh, whatever. Why does that matter? And then we just like laugh hysterically at him and like Russian stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you have Angelino Jolie butcher, butchering Russian. Yeah. You mean Boris a sneaky fucking Russian? Why always Boris exactly? <laughs> like, yeah, it is. It is funny. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's funny when you do it about your own people. <laughs> yeah, understandable why people are sensitive about it when those outside their culture. Um, <laughs> but yeah that was real fun vv fun um there was actually a lot of you know i got a lot of feedback of the interesting um feedback about his because what struck people a lot of people was um him talking about how after his injury he like he like lost some friends because they kind of, they didn't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. and um I was surprised by how many people brought that up to me. They were like, that was really like, um, like interesting and, and more open than they thought that maybe they would get. Like mm-hmm. that they found that kind of touching and like, um, not touching that your friends like pieced, but like that's a, yeah. he shared it. Um, it was really brave. I actually- was, yeah. Also like his, the title of his episode was neuro nerd. Um, because we were talking about rewiring your brain, you know, after injury and stuff. But then what was interesting is that he was kind of like, well, it doesn't matter. You know, he's very much like life goes on. And so we didn't talk too much about rewiring your brain because that wasn't his focus because he's so forward thinking and just kind of like. Yeah, he's kind of like, <laughs> I mean, coming, he always makes comparisons like, you know, coming from Russia or whatever, you know, like, like, you know, you're just used to hardship. So like, you can't get hung up on that shit. So you got to have like a sense of humor. And I actually was thinking about it had we come out with a strength uh, for his episode. I think it would have been like humor and adversity because like yeah. the way he was even explaining what was happening when he actually like got the concussion and had a seizure he's like still making jokes like afterwards like are you all right you're right i'm like I'm like i'm sorry i couldn't answer your question i was having a seizure <laughs> <laughs> while everyone else is freaking out like still playing that role to like calm everyone else down and like you know because it's like because when it's traumatic to everyone else apparently you know, they're concerned yeah. and they want to like there's this lack of control and he's totally. actually yeah yeah and and people always say like when something bad happens it's more like you have to worry about all the people around you it's true um you know, like that's actually harder. So yeah, he just like he just kind of like rolled with the punches that day. That that recording session was just like so much fun. Like I didn't like know he was funny in that way. Like I didn't know because like He's we talked. Smart ass. He is a smart ass. He is really, really, really smart. And I knew that about him. I think that the first time we all met, like we all had lunch together. He we were talking about we were talking about like robotics and some other stuff and yeah. like and basically a lot of things I didn't understand. <laughs> But and I was like, you like, know, right? Everyone knows this. Yeah, I was kind of like, um, no, uh, I don't know. But then that time, like, it was so much fun. Like, I felt like I learned so much. And also, like, it was, we all just, like, had such a great, like, time just laughing. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. You can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. But you can be happy if you've mind to. You can't take a shower. Episode seven, Dina. Uh, Dina, she's so cool. Dina's episode was about cultivating, cultivating mindsets. mindsets. Dina's was probably the first episode that we had where she she was an expert yeah. in the strength. Like she, it, a lot of times, our process with our our guests is that we hear their story and we pick out a strength that we notice. They may not even know, actually. Yeah, or, like, we don't think tell about them it. ahead of time, usually. Yeah, or I, I, I usually pass it by so, like, to like, give I them... I usually don't tell them because I think <laughs> that people think too much about it. So, yeah, but she was, she did know, Dina did know her topic. Dina did know her topic because she was the expert in this and she, we were actually, uh, normally, so when we pull the strength out from the guests that we, that we want to highlight, me and No do some research yeah. To like, we'll talk back about up yeah. what the strength is and like some like psychology behind it, historical references and like actual yeah. uh, other experts who have talked about how to implement that strength. Yeah. So normally how, how it goes down in the DM is like that we'll be like, oh, this person, I know this person or I've met this person through someone or someone suggested this person. And they're cool because this, this, and this. And then we'll talk to them a little bit about what we do. We'll arrange pre-interview 
we'll have that pre-interview and it's like a fun casual conversation like asking them like questions but you know getting down to like what they do how they think stuff like that and then we'll review it with each other yeah and we'll say it sounds like this person's strength is this or you know like we'll come with an angle or i think what i've pulled from this is that is this strength we talk it over with each other maybe someone suggests something else then we start going into the into research mode yeah um pull some facts behind it um but really just like sometimes the the theme changes once we start doing research we're like oh actually it seems more like it's like this right right um and then we have like an outline and some some facts we can drop it drop in um right and yeah like dina's was a slight departure from that because she was the expert and i actually feel like um Actually, probably starting Nikolai's episode and a little bit yeah, of Katrine's. Yeah. We started to give I them think, more rain. More rain. And even we were telling more personal stories. I think me and Noah at the beginning were a little bit more like, we really need to be about the guest. And like, yeah. um, but we were getting, you know, it was a learning process and also just us getting more comfortable and finding our voices. And yeah. Um, yeah. And like me, yeah, not wanting to joke so much. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so with Dina's, we kind of became the case study a little bit because that's normally what happens is that we pull the research and the person, our guest is um, like the example of the research. And I feel like we both kind of shared like, oh, that like, like when Dina shares a tip or like, oh, yeah, like I've totally done that. Or like yeah. it remind me of something. So like yeah. we got to reflect on her research. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember she was practicing uh, something. She's practicing some some presentation for work and i was like dude you have to be on the show <laughs> like you have to share this yeah actually and so, that's how that went down um well that's how you knew it was some some gold there because you were learning something from it and she was actually we did a periscope with dina right yeah and that was uh a moment for us in that we had a periscope and there was a student who was tuning in and uh, dina was just talking about what she does and she pretty much was saying how HR is business, a uh, psychology applied to business, yeah. which I had never thought about it that way. And I was like, that's totally true. And she was like, yeah. yeah and if I, it's effective, if it's done correctly. Right. Yeah. Apparently a lot of people in HR don't even think about it like that. Yeah. But, they're like the hiring, people think of it as hiring, but yeah. But she went to a school, I guess, that like really promoted that. Or, yeah. And she, yeah. she got her master's in corporate, like in corporate psychology. So, but she, she inspired this uh, person the, listening yeah. to the to, to the, the periscope, periscope. and she, yeah this girl was writing in and was saying like asking her questions and Dina was responding um because we do periscope um some pre-interviews before we actually do the interview a lot of times and this girl was really engaged and she was just like oh my god thank you so much um she was like I wasn't she, sure what year she was going to go towards right yeah and, and she, she just was like oh my god this is like exactly I was just thinking you know I'm applying for school and like that's what I thought I wanted to do and you know thank you so much um so and, yeah, she's gonna follow in, in Dina's footsteps in that way. Yeah, and that was actually like some like instant gratification. <laughs> totally. Like, yeah. That's that's a big part of it. I, I feel like that's a big reason why we do the podcast is um I just, you know, I remember yeah. being in school, like they don't talk at all about like how you're gonna make all your passions come together in the real world or like what does your major actually mean in the real world and like what are the possibilities for it. Yeah, um, varying schools do better jobs at it than others, but a lot of them seem to be very detached of what the industry would actually be like. Yeah, but you know why I was so fascinated with Dina's also because anything that you do can really be explained by what's going on in your brain. So you can, by understanding better what's happening in your brain and how your brain actually functions, you will be able to make decisions in the workplace that are going to help you be a better communicator, that are going to help you be a better leader to your team. It's like the psychology of the organization. It's like the same way of like, oh, you know, you understand how um, like how your heart works or like how your blood gets pumped through your body. And you know mm -hmm. that if you exercise, you'll have like um, a slower resting heart rate. And then, you know, your, your, your heart will have to work less, whatever, right? Like it's the same thing with like, why don't we look at our brains that way and say, oh, well, what I like, I can work my brain out this way. If I understand how it works, I know how to get around a problem. You can change something you can't do easily um, to some by just adding the word yet. Like, you know, oh, I can't do this yet. Like, that's actually was my favorite thing. It's like, that's the thing I think about all the time. Oh, I don't know how to do this. 
yet. <laughs> right. Um, and that's and that's where we talked about confidence coming in, just to yeah. like tie in different episodes. And I think yeah, there something. definitely was an arc. We we kind of recorded some out of we put we've recorded some um like in different orders, but then decided to put them together because they blended well. Or like yeah, the confidence blending in because yeah, that yet that's something that yeah. apparently Katrine grew up with in some sense. She seemed yeah. to always know there was a yet. And that yeah. seems to be like where she gets her confidence from. Um, so that, yeah, when, when you don't know something yet, just being like, I can do this. Yeah. And actually, I, I think uh, we had neuro nerd Nikolai before Dina. And he, with, because Nikolai's literally rewiring his brain and then working with neural networks. And <laughs> yeah, uh, and he's rewiring your computer to think like a brain. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but people commented that was like a really fun episode. So mm-hmm. that's like it was it was definitely like an entertaining episode. But then it's like followed up with Dina's that was actually talking about literally rewiring your, your brain. brain. Yeah. It's literally like, like this is how your brain thinking, works. Yeah. This is how you would rewire it. Well, I don't think it's so much rewiring your brain, but just working with working it. Working with it. Yeah. Like your brain does this. So how can you hack it? Yeah. And exactly. work around it. Yeah. I think that's another thing is like these are basically like we want to give you, I hate the word life hacks. But like things that you're like, oh, didn't think about that. How can we use that? How can I use that? That's what we want to bring a little bit more yeah. season two of just kind of like, um, I think it's something that we do all on a subconscious level. And I've been very aware of it myself. I feel like when I just, I have like, no, you notice a strength in somebody, like even your friend or whatever, or like someone you meet. And then you're like, how can I be more like that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why you hang out with cool people. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And um, I guess we want to be a bit more explicit because a lot of times those people either they either learned how to be like that somewhere along the road or it was so long ago they don't even remember that it's just a natural thing for them. Mm -hmm. And so it's not always obvious to them how they do it. But like from someone learning from it, I feel like that's like one of my strengths. I feel like I'm pretty good at like kind of like dissecting like, oh, why this person is yeah, effective. Yeah. That actually is your strength in our relationship. Sometimes I'm like, I'm like, this person's cool. I know that they're super cool. And I'll like talk to you about it. And I'm like, and I pitch them, but I'm not exactly sure what the angle <laughs> is. Um, but I, yeah, that's one of your strengths. But then my strength is like talking to people and like getting like, yeah, you make people feel very comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I like to befriend everyone. Um, um, that's my, I selectively <laughs> do that. <laughs> but, yeah, just communicating those dissections because I think I love seeing these people who are like natural at like, you know, they have a certain charisma or something, but kind of noticing the patterns of like why their charisma works and then breaking it down to be able to like explain it so that like, say you don't naturally have that whatever, mm-hmm. you can actually still like kind of work on that and yeah. get better at that. Yeah. My intentions are good. I use my intuition. It takes me for a ride. And then actually Dina's episode flowed really nicely into episode eight, which was with Emily Fletcher, who was on Honing Intuition. Um, I think because one was like understanding your brain and then the other was kind of like a more esoteric version of that. Right. Kind uh, of understanding your your soul, maybe. Um, but there actually is so much science behind. She talked a, lot, a good, yeah. like a fair amount of very like high level psychology in the sense of just like from a 10,000 feet view, just so that you can understand what was going on yeah. in your brain and how intuition plays into that. And there was definitely some overlap in terms of like hers was almost like, I guess a specific, more specific view of how to get into your intuition, understanding how your brain works. Yeah. In that same way of like when Dina was talking about how your brain works for various different situations, Emily's was talking about specifically with intuition yeah, and like emotional connection kind of to that. Um, One of my favorite things that Emily says is when I uh, when we asked her like what intuition is, mm-hmm. she says, yeah, oh my God. So many goodies came out of that. Oh, one of my favorites is actually... Some, um, Time is not a natural law. Time is a human interpretation of a series of nows. And so if you move beyond the realm of thinking, then you also move beyond the realm of time. And actually, uh, Joe of all trades tweeted at us um, the quote and said, hashtag mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, she goes deep. She does in so many different things, uh, on so many different things. Yeah. I think she was really good at keeping it. And I think this is the strength of Emily in general when she talks about like Vedic meditation and things like that is she grounds it in, um, she's very practical. Yeah. She, yeah. She, with, um, with the practice and ethical at the same time. But yeah. like, I think a lot of times, you know, it gets into this like woo woo <laughs> yeah, area. Yeah. And, um, and she definitely like, Get, can get into that if you wanted yeah. to but it's also just like say you're like not fully buying into like whatever yeah the yeah you're not like you're not looking for the the crunchy granola whatever she like she's actually really impressive in terms of the practice is effective but she's kind of rebranded it and um for like as a productivity tool and actually that's part of her genius too like we didn't talk so much about her business side she just kind of talked about the importance of of intuition of intuition and and really getting down to that but she there's also so much to learn from her in terms of that like um and just her business model and how she like works with students and and it's really it's really actually beautiful and she's very open with um her learnings as well. We've been meditating with her for two, two over, two, over years, two years, years now. now. And I feel like I've actually, it's, I think it's partially me getting to know her more over the two years, but I feel like just even the way she's developed as a teacher has like expanded. Totally. Like she even, um, not that she's not about branding it as a productivity tool, but I think she even mentions in, in the episode how she's like, well, it's like whatever you need it to be. Yeah. And I think she was a bit more like, in that pigeonhole a little bit when I first met her. Like, it's yeah. a productivity tool, da, da, yeah. da, but like now she's a bit more like, it is a productivity tool, but like, you but, know, for different people, maybe that's not what it's about for them. Well, and like, yeah, because people seek it out for different reasons. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, like, we, I don't think we talk too much about our own practice too much. Like, but it's definitely like helped me grow as a person. I think that I'm more like in touch with myself and like I understand myself better. I'm less mood, like, I'm less snappy. I'm, I mean, I still do. My work wife is giving me this look. But actually, but actually, had we had we gotten into business together pre-meditation, you would no, you would have had it many times. Um, But Uh, just that, like, yeah. But we also sought it out for different reasons. Well, I think it's also how you think about productivity as well, right? So, like, I think a big part of the meditation process that. people don't always think about is, you know, there's this idea that you're going to be super Zen once you start meditating and you're just like not going to have any more problems. and You're going to be like on this cloud nine all the time. And it's definitely not that all the time. And it makes you face yourself. It makes you face yourself. And I think that's the most productive thing you can do (laughs) personally. Yeah. But like, that may it, actually be at the sacrifice of more like typical ideas of productivity. Like yeah. you may actually, you won't be able to necessarily like jam out like whatever, because you're actually going to think about, is like, this really worth my time? Yeah. <laughs> like, is this really the right way to do it? And like, I, like you'll, where, yeah. yeah all where things. you're used to like running on fumes for so long, you might just stop and say like, Hey, like, is this really worth it? Like, what do I need to do to take care of myself? And that sounds like more work, but it's better work. You well, know, yeah, it's, it's more important work. Um, it's more sustainable, actually. <laughs> more happiness, less misery, more victory, less losses, more workers, your bosses. Of course, it's reflection, reflection, reflection. But we actually learned a lot this season, just doing the season, and like took all of the feedback we've gotten to heart. So um, we're actually going to take a break for a couple weeks and do some restructuring, keeping all the good parts. Um, of the show and improving on other areas. It's just some tweaks. I'm just saying we do better. Yeah, we're so just tweaking it out. Yeah, we we talked to a lot of you um and we're like like I said we're implementing a lot of things that you know were were asked for like some things like clearer to having clearer takeaways in the episode um versus just having them on the the website. Yeah, um I think it's one of those learning processes because it may be obvious to me and know what those takeaways are. And we were finding out, you know, to the listeners, sometimes they weren't as obvious. So yeah. we want to make sure. Um, I think another thing that I'm really proud of us for is when we do successfully convey 
in essence of an episode, you know, yeah. when we get feedback and the person was like, oh, that person was really interesting. It made me think of blah, blah, blah. And we were like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the episodes weren't as successful, successful at that. So like we definitely want to keep making sure when we're doing what we want to be doing, doing more of that. Yeah, so. absolutely. So that um, we're going to make some improvements to the website. There's going to be some more conversation between Olivia and I too, just like um, some more banter and also just our thoughts on what we talk about with our guests. Um, or reflection. Reflection, yes. Give us our reflections. Yes. When, Share those. Yeah. Um, and we just want to make it also a little bit easier for you to learn more about the guests, our guests and our subject. Yeah, uh, I've been really finding uh, our episodes are really good at just like introducing people to subjects and even people who are like already well versed in something. It you know it's a different perspective of it. It's you always whenever you hear a story from somebody else, I feel like you always learn something from it. And um, I think what we would like to play off of that is so if you want to learn more and all those resources that we can be someone who helps you out with that. So yes. further reading and all that sort of thing. And that will also be on our website. Yes. Yeah. Um, so your survey, the surveys we did um, and your feedback on those surveys were so crucial in helping us step our game up. So huge thank you to all of our listeners. Yes. Um, I know it takes time <laughs> and yeah. thought and effort. So it's really appreciated. And we're going to take this break to really take the time to implement a lot of those and, you know, not let your input go in vain. Absolutely. So thanks for listening in to part one of our season one wrap up. Um, we'll be back next week with more because we want to give you more because we, we had so many thoughts about everything. Um, yeah, I hope you, you know, learned a little bit about our process and insight and learn about how much time and energy that we put into this and how much we care about it. Yes. Resources, uh, much resources. Yeah. Uh, if you want to learn more, uh, please check out our website, chillandambitious.com. And please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, and yes. Periscope at Chill Ambitious. If you would like to show your support, even give us a tweet, shout out, comment, all that sort of stuff. All that stuff makes us very, very happy and lets us keep doing what we're doing. Uh, and you know what else does? What? Uh, going on iTunes. Yes. And giving reviews. Do it now. Okay. Yes. But so that, yeah, do that. And then we'll give you next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can learn more about us. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the, she's. Oh. I'm No. And we love you. Big ups. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Chill like that, I'm chill like that, I'm chill like that, I'm chill like that, I'm chill.